Welcome to Make It Plain from Make Plain Jesus Ministries featuring Pastor James Bryan, where we take biblical truths in everyday situations and break them down to be as plain as possible. So stay tuned and enjoy the broadcast. Well, welcome everybody again as we have another moment to share with you on this particular podcast and this episode of Make It Plain. As always, our focus here is to make sure that we're able to share simple biblical truths or, or truths about life that are based off of a Christian perspective so that you can use it and put it to your life. And the great thing about it is these principles and, and these practical ideas and things to, to put in your life, it doesn't matter whether you are um, a heavily practicing Christian, although we would love you to be, but they are, these are things that will help your life overall. Now, I'm your host, James Bryan, and I'm here to just share some insights and, and things. And I, I love to have this time with you just to speak with you a bit and just to give you some things to think about. A few, decade, a few decades ago, um, there was this, this saying that came from, um, I think it was Arsenio Hall, and he always said, the things that make you go, hmm. Well, hopefully, through all of this and, and some of the topics that we bring up in our various episodes, they will make you go, hmm, and then not only think about it, but actually put it to work. So today, I want to talk to you about a topic that is kind of strange in the way that it's it's listed as a title, but it, it's impactful. It's something that we overlook all the time, and we don't really give much thought to it. And that is the power and the impotency of texting, the power and the impotency or weakness of texting. And so we want to spend some time talking about that. And, and I think it's funny in a humorous way, not a I'm cracking up, falling on the floor, laughing type of way. I think it's interesting how so many people, regardless of the age, are now into texting. I have to tell you, I was resistant to texting for a while because I enjoyed more of the conversation back and forth, physically face-to-face. But after a while, I realized there were some benefits to test texting. And so I became one of the throngs of people that are around the world that actually text back and forth. Now, I'm not the one where you see some people texting with their thumbs and they're flying so fast, you're wondering, how are they able to do that? But I, you know, I get everything done, and I, I text and get the messages across. One of my initial hangouts when I, a number of years ago when I first started texting on a regular basis, is that I always tried to make sure that every grammatical aspect of it was perfect, as if I'm writing an English paper, and I realized that made no sense for what we were doing and the purpose of texting. So I have graduated to one that's just an avid texter to get points across and to be able to communicate. But I've realized over time, based on conversations, based on my own usage of texting, and just based on reading, I realized there's something good and something not good about texting. And so, and these are some things I want to talk about because it actually 
impacts how you live your life and who you interact with and how deep your relationships are. And so you may not think so, you may not give it much thought, but it does matter. I will tell you that one of the things that really bothers me at times, and I'm not sure if, if it bothers you, and, and I may be the only one, but if I am taking time to spend with someone in person, and we sit at a table maybe for coffee to talk, or maybe we're at dinner, or just spending time together, but most of their time is spent texting back and forth. And we continue to lose track as to where we are in the conversation because it's interrupted on so many occasions. And usually there comes a point for me when this goes on consistently that I just end our you know, time together. And I just say, you know, until next time when you aren't so busy. And everyone will say, no, 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 that's okay. That's okay. I, I, no, we can keep talking. And to me, that's, that's not talking. That's watching you look at the phone. And so I had this, this issue, and I still do today, I have to admit. I still do today. And so I want to, if I'm physically there, I want to spend time with you. Now, I also realize that you can't help that occasionally you do get texts or things, maybe from a loved one or, or you have some other deadlines approaching, you just need to give someone quick direction, then you put the phone away. That's normal. And so I'm okay with that. But when the whole time is texting and all of a sudden, <laughs> in the middle of a conversation where that didn't relate because they were relating to what was in the text, that's where the problem is. So let's look at it deeper. I've given you my pet peeve there. But let's go a little bit deeper for a minute. You see, the great thing about texting is that you could send short messages, updates, and help people move along. It's especially helpful maybe if you're working on a project with someone else and they just need your guidance or your approval or something about what's about to happen. And you can just say, I approve, or just remember to check these things and then go along with it. And then your project or whatever it is is moving along even though you're not physically there. Texting is great for that. Texting is great to check up on someone, make sure they got home okay. Texting is great to to just share bits of information. Um, and, And even to an extent, if it's done right, to share caring and other things like that. And so that's a strength. That's a, a benefit of texting itself. It is something that is well worth the time. That's the power of it. And so I, I love that aspect to it. And of course, now you can have all kinds of emojis about everything. And sometimes it's hilarious when people who are very good at knowing what to put in where, the, a well-timed emoji can get to the point of, of you know, just lightening up your day or brightening up your day. And so that's the power, that short communication and getting things across. But there comes a, a point where I call an impotent portion of it or something that is very weak or, or not functioning well. And that is, do you notice that you have some people that when they send you a text, everything is capitalized with exc- exclamation points? which translates to the reader that they're screaming at them. And so you're reading this and you're thinking, what is wrong with this person? What's happening? And so you have this 
this thing that's going on where they don't realize that they're, that's just how they type or how they send messages, but they don't realize what the response is. And so in all of this back and forth, you're getting these, these words and things that are caps and exclamation points and all these other things because I think they're trying to use every aspect of, of texting that they can, but yet the message coming across is not coming across accurately. Or you have some folks that want to text, but they give you partial thoughts. And the partial thoughts make it worse because when you try to connect it to make a, a whole thought, you may connect it assuming one thing, which is very different from what they wanted to convey. And so in that point, you just don't know what the, the intent was. And so now you're struggling getting upset because you think they mean one thing, but in fact, they meant something else. And you're going through this whole process, and that in itself is a weakness because you can't see the person. So why do I bring this up as part of a podcast? Well, it's very important today how we communicate with one another. I believe earlier, many episodes ago, we talked about the art of communication. But here, as we're communicating with one another in the times in which we live right now, it's very important that the empathy, the feelings and all that are very true are able to be shared correctly. And so when you want to share caring thoughts, you don't blast them with capital letters and all these different exclamation points and things like that because it comes across differently. And the same could be true with some folks who want to put a bunch of emojis in, but they don't make sense together and it confuses the reader. It's important today that our words have an impact. It is important today that what we're saying is what we truly intend to be conveyed. I was listening recently to a church video during one of our, our services at our church, and, and on the video, the person was saying that, talking about words, and, and the person rightly said that, you know, your most powerful word might really be a text. And so... It could be that that phrase that you're sending at that moment could be powerful because it's what the person needed at that time. But you have to really consider how you're writing your text or how you're sending things so that it could be received by the person in the way that you would want them to receive that message. Making sure that we're able to communicate the right things will either encourage, uplift someone, or can bring them down, destroy them, or cause anger, other things that you may not have intended. There are some conversations that you need to have really outside of texting that you need to really wait until you have time to sit and speak with them in person. Maybe it's just that you need to have time that if you're not local enough to be in person, that you can do it over video. My point here is this. We need to think about the ways we communicate, especially in this case through texting, to make sure that we're able to use it for the benefit of all. I'm not advocating for the technology or anything like that, but what I am focusing on is the way we communicate and what we communicate.
there have been times when I've had folks text me with so many emojis, emojis, and I think they may think it's funny, but I was so confused after a while because I couldn't tell what the point of the whole text was. And then when I eventually saw the person, they would say, wasn't that funny? Didn't you understand? I said, but the whole context didn't make sense. And so whenever you're sending something, make sure that you're sending it with the understanding that it's going to be something that can be received by that particular person. Some people can grasp the emojis well. Some can't. Some can grasp um, the, the way that you do the lettering and things. Some can't. Some can grasp what you're putting in with your gifts and things like that. And, and I'm talking about pictures. Some can't. So you have to really think about that. And I'm saying all of this because it is such a desperate need today that we communicate good, positive things in a great way. And since so many people, including myself, text, then we need to make sure we're using that vehicle well. Most people in the, in the church ministry where, where I am, they will tell you that I text a lot. Some will say too much. But it's a way of making sure that folks understand what's happening, what's coming up, where things are, or that we care. You know, all of those things happen. It doesn't take the place of conversation when we're physically together. Please don't do that. Please don't get to the point of just texting someone. And when you're physically in the same place, that you never take a moment to come and just say, hey, how you doing? This is the thing I was trying to convey to you through texting. How are things working for you? What's the progress? You know, actual communication. The benefit of the communication is you can see the body language. Texting, you can't. And if someone's not really good at it, you never can figure it out. So you need to make sure that that communication comes well. Because now as a society, since people are misunderstanding everything or not trusting anything, at least the words that you convey should be positive and clear and understandable enough so that they're able to receive what you want them to receive. And I would even encourage you to practice sending positive things because you may not get a chance to talk to certain people, but you can at least convey something to them that they'll read in a text. There are people now that, uh, that I know that are, are senior citizens, and there was a while they didn't know what texting was, and they kept asking, well, what is texting? Then they got to the point of starting to text themselves, and now they like it to a degree. But there also are the ones that will say that too much is too much. And so they use it to make sure they're able to keep track of, of what's happening and, and make sure everyone knows they're doing okay. And so they have now adopted it also. So think about the power of it, the quick communication. Think about it from the standpoint of being able to get updates quickly, instantly. Think about it so that no matter where you physically are, you can make sure that this message comes across and they see it and understand that you can make plans and, and all of that is good. You can even get to the point of sending key messages that normally you would send in an email or, or wait till you physically got together. There's a, a bunch of applications to it. But the weakness is it can convey an a impression that you didn't really want conveyed. It can share something that really wasn't part of the conversation 
and it could cause a reaction in that relationship that isn't good. Speaking of relationships, again, when you're in a relationship, that means that you are connecting with someone, you're spending time with someone. Um, and, and so you want to make sure you're spending time that you are what we call being there at the moment, not being somewhat there, not being somewhere else, but physically there. You want to be there. Or if I was talking to someone directly right now, I'd say be here now, right where we are. And so the more you dishonor that physical closeness of sharing over coffee or whatever it is that you're doing, the more that you realize that you're limiting that relationship. It can't grow because there is no real connection that's happening. You're living on your your device as opposed to living in the world where people are. Many people have gotten to the point and relationships have never started or have gotten to the point where they're on rocky ground because they can't communicate and the person may spend more time on their phone and answering messages than actually speaking to someone, actually going out and spending time with others. So it's intended to be something that augments your community, I mean your communication and your life, but it's not something that is designed to replace your communication. And so we have to remember that. We have to remember that, and we have to remember that somebody does read it. So be careful about what you're sending to people that may have gotten on your nerves that day. Someone that may have said something that kind of set you off. Be careful about what you send in the text. It may elicit or maybe it may bring about the response that you're not intending or that you don't want. Be careful of those things. But try to be positive so that you can encourage other people. Utilize the power and the intent of it. Utilize it so much so that you can manage life and still be here now when you're supposed to be with other people. That you can still be here now when you're supposed to communicate and and enjoy the time that you're spending with other people. This is what we should think about doing. This is a simple truth that I think will will be a good blessing for anyone else who then decides, yep, you're right about this. This is something that if you actually apply it and put yourself on a, a, a disciplined schedule that even though the, the phone may be beeping left and right about text messages coming in, it is not a requirement that you answer every one of them. It is not mandatory that you always respond because then you're a slave to your device. Enjoy life. Don't find out that years have gone by and you missed it because you were so busy on your phone or your, your device or whatever you're using, and there were opportunities to explore great things outside or in other countries or, or with other people that you just never took advantage of. So there is power with texting, but there is a lacking or an impotent part of it also. And we have to make sure that we realize that but then utilize it for the power of it and not the weakness of it. So hopefully that little thought will help you in your relationships and your conversations, and it will help you enjoy life, and it will help you enjoy the environments in which you're in. These are the things that are very important today. And so we need to make sure that we're doing that 
and that we are able to communicate good things and then it's received as it is intended. So until next time, I hope you have a great day and I hope you spread this this series around, if you will, make it plain to others. And so others will have the benefit of listening to these simple truths and that it will have a great impact on their lives also. So until then, God bless.